0: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Ice Black, a podcast where I invite women who inspire me and we talk about various topics and deconstruct conventional narratives about womanhood. In today's episode, I invited Esther Manet, who was my classmate in high school and later on actually became one of the founders of Project Iridescent with me and seven other girls. So if you're new to the podcast, I've mentioned that we founded Project Iridescent as an organization to fight for women's rights in our junior year of high school. And then I continued on to create HOGO Women after we graduated, which is what kind of motivated me to create this podcast in the first place. So Esther is definitely very knowledgeable about women's rights issues. And in today's episode, she will be discussing her experiences growing up in Sierra Leone and then moving to Japan in the lens of gender equality.
1: Hello everyone, my name is Isata Estimane. I'm originally from Sierra Leone, but I've been in Japan for about five years now. So today I would like to talk about um, women's rights in Sierra Leone and sort of compare that to what I've seen or experienced here in Japan personally I feel like women's rights in Sierra Leone has so much more to it than just the rights itself Um, things like culture religion tradition are really part of us they are things that we tend to use as guidelines on how we live our daily lives and especially in Africa we tend to use these things to sideline women, to justify the wrongdoings of not giving women enough platform to actually participate or do what they are supposed to do in a society. Indeed, religious books did state expectations for women, but at the same time, I feel like instead of using these things as an excuse to not allow women to participate in society, I think we're supposed to use them as a way to give women the grace and the strength to actually be involved in the society. And this makes it really hard for women because things like religions and cultures are uh, sort of act as a safe haven for us and having this same thing limit you to what you can and cannot do. It might be very confusing and tiring times for women. And there's also the issue of education. Back in the day, it was normal for male child to be educated, but not the female. However, this led to uh, fewer and fewer women who were capable of representing their families or their communities or whatever the issue might be. And as you might know, education is one of the quickest ways where you can show up and be involved in the society or in the community in which we live in. But if this it's not available to you then there are very fewer ways that women were able to show that strength. Of course I'm proud to say that the issues my mom faced when she was in her 20s it's almost possible that I might not face it but I feel like we still have a long way to go in actually clarifying what women's rights is and how much Space is to be given to women to do actually what they want to do So I think it's a matter of time that we no longer or rather we stop asking the question of Should a woman do this or that? I think we should start asking the question How can a woman be involved in this? How can a woman participate in this? Coming to Japan, I sort of wanted to make that quick comparison about the issues of women's rights, women's rights in Sierra Leone and here in Japan and tried to see what were the differences or what were the similarities and, sort of, and to my amazement, I think I had quite high expectations for Japan and this made me a little bit disappointed in what I saw because um, I was part of a, a gender inequality group, um, a project known as Project Ridesen wherein we tried to sensitize people about the issue of gender inequality in Japan and during those times, I got to read a lot, I got to see a lot about um, the issues with regards to women's rights here in Japan and uh, one thing that was um, very surprising to me was hearing women say they couldn't go back it was hard for them to gain employment after becoming mothers because then employers um, thought about them as unfit, as no longer being able to give their whole into the into their jobs anymore or women being afraid to get married because that means they they will no longer be able to work as they wanted to because personally um, I think I always felt like this is only possible in sierra leone or probably maybe just in africa but then coming to japan i saw this i heard this it made me um sort of question what what like what the actual problem is women's right is, is uh, like what are we doing wrong what do we have to do who do we have to bring in what what are some of the stance we have to take i normally think that um women's rights or gender equality in general is still a problem because it's only the women that are fighting to make sure it comes to an end, like the problem of gender inequality. I feel like, I mean, even though it says women's rights, then technically it's just women's problem, but I feel like we also need the men to come on board because women have so much more to offer than we even tend to believe and perceive. And that is why I believe that for issues of gender inequality to be solved in present day, I think it should be an all-hands-on-deck situation because if it's only the women fighting, then what's the point? There is a possibility that my great-grandkids will also be fighting the same issue because then it will just be a for and then against and back and forth till God knows when. But of course, there are exceptions to everything that I've said. For example, right now, the mayor of Freetown, Sierra Leone is Miss Yvonne Akisoya and the governor of tokyo is yuriko koike san and both of them are women of course but i think these are still seen as exceptions rather i believe that it's high time this becomes the normal because women being at the top women being leaders women ruling women being in charge i think that should be normal that should be casual it should not be anymore wow she is but rather yeah she is because um we are no longer in a time where we can afford to leave anyone behind i think it's high time everyone comes on board and try to support and and be able to give the best of their best regardless of their gender because personally even though this is way down the line but i think sometimes i fear whether I'll have to make the decision of am I going to get married or do I just want to focus of, uh, focus on my work or am I uh, do I want to have kids or would, they, would I suffer the consequences of not being able to go back to the workforce and I feel like I, I shouldn't have to bear that burden. I feel like whatever I choose to do whether I get married, whether I have kids, I think I should be able to do that And at the same time be able to work be able to contribute to society in every way that I can and I and I strongly believe that this will only be possible if we stop making um, this look like a one-person fight but I think it's high time that we all just try as much as we can to just be there for one another and and I think also this is not only about male and female, but I think even and amongst women at the same time, I believe we have to pull other women along as we climb up the ladder as well because we tend to forget that there are other women out there even though, yes, some countries might be developed and and the issue of gender inequality might not have a strong impact as it does in places, for example, like Sierra Leone. But at the same time, I think we have to extend Our Hands and help other women out there who want to be part of society who whether educated or not religious or not I feel like we all have to come on board to be able to lend a hand to people out there and Just give ourselves the strong hope and the passion that at some point. We're gonna attain that goal whether and not we're not gonna worry about having 50-50 equal rights um to to men i sometimes i feel like that that should not be the case i feel like it should just be as casual as possible to just do whatever you want to just contribute to society in whatever way you can and i think that will bring about so much more development in the world whether africa asia europe whatever the case might be so i just hope that those who know enough get to um help and teach others and sensitize others about this issue because it is an issue and the earlier we know and understand what the actual issue is the better is it to actually get uh, a solution to it so for now all i want to say is um just lend a hand just um help other people get to um, listen to other people's problem because from there on you can know how you can help them and try to know that It might be okay for you right now. It might not be an issue or it might not be something you might be, oh, I'm too young to think about gender equality or I'm too young to think about women's rights. But I think it's something we should be always thinking about and we should be always finding a way to support one another and at the same time to contribute to the societies in which we live in.
0: Thank you so much, Esther, for featuring on this episode of Ice Black. I really want to thank you for addressing the issues of traditional narratives restricting women from access to certain things, as well as the fact that educating girls is not often a priority in certain countries. It's also interesting that you mentioned that you had high expectations for Japan in terms of gender equality, because I think the majority of people would say the same, especially if they've never traveled to Japan or lived here. And I think a lot of people see Japan as this very developed, high technology country, which is a fact. But I think it's also important to consider the social issues that are Um, still to be solved in Japan. And it's also important to take into account what you said about gender equality, which is that it is supposed to be an equal approach for all genders, which is why I love the fact that you mentioned it should be an all-hands-on-deck approach. I think a lot of people see gender equality as feminism, and because of the femme in that word, a lot of people think it's only for women, but... As I've had to mention several times, even on this podcast, it is supposed to be for the betterment of women and men. And I think in Japan, especially, there is a huge issue with the vocabulary in terms of accepting gender equality as something that needs to be worked on, because a lot of the words in regards to gender inequality are actually considered taboo. But... On that note, this is the end of today's episode. Thank you so much to Esther for sharing your story. And everyone, I hope that you're dealing with um, this situation as well as you can. Please stay at home, stay safe, and away from the coronavirus. Thank you. Bye.